0: The rush of a beat, the gathering of uncles kicking their feet to dance, and the line of aunts throwing popcorn at the bride and groom. These were all things I remember growing up in such a large family. In a city like New York, Ethiopian culture was practically rare to find, much less Islamic Ethiopian culture. My parents would lament about my brother and I losing that part of our identity. We were too Americanized to a point where Amharic, which was the national language in Ethiopia, was too difficult to speak. But with such a large family, there was one thing that brought my brother and I closer to the culture, the weddings. I was a fairly antisocial kid. I didn't enjoy these weddings at all, especially when there were so many of them. It was loud. You were questioned a lot by family you barely remembered, you were put into fancy frilly dresses with tons of jewelry, and most of the time I personally spent it sitting down at an empty oversized table. It was even hard to eat the food there. Ethiopian food had a strong scent. If you accidentally dropped just a little piece of food on your clothes, the smell could stay on forever, or until you washed it out at least three times but at least it tasted good if you were at peace with smelling like barbara spice for the rest of the night. When it came to the actual festivities, there were no speeches, no games, no large gift exchanges, but there were gifts. Just everyone gathering together to dance to the same five songs over and over again. My mother loved to dance. She knew it embarrassed me, so she made it her mission to drag my brother and I into the dance floor while she went away with her sisters and cousins. Usually my brother would be roped in by the men forming a circle in dance while I would stand awkwardly in the action. I don't know why, but dancing was my worst fear. No matter who held my hand or pulled me around, I refused to dance. Perhaps that was a factor into why I disliked these weddings. The dancing would last throughout the party. If others were tired, there were more who would take over the dance floor while everyone else rests. Due to there being the same four or five songs, the circle of energy would constantly repeat. While I didn't enjoy the dancing, there was always a point where all the Ethiopians were tired and all that was left were those who were invited by friends, those who weren't Ethiopian. It was always funny to watch one of my aunts or cousins drag their white or Arab friends to the dance floor and teach them how to dance. They would never get it, but I suppose it was the effort that counted. Every wedding, you know it would be over when the English songs would be played. All the children would run to the main floor while the grown-ups would begin to clean up. Thinking about it now, it was an incredibly smart move. The parents didn't have to worry about their children since they were distracted by the music. The bride and groom were always the first to leave, while everyone else lingered until they were too tired to go home. The music would finally shut down, and everyone was left to sit around and enjoy the company. The end of Ethiopian weddings always felt so drawn out. I could blame the fact that my mother never knew how to fully say goodbye to our relatives, but I could understand why. No matter how often these weddings were, this was my chance to experience who my family truly was, Every wedding, there was someone new to me, a woman who claims to be there when my mom got married, therefore she was a family member, or a cousin who just moved in from Germany. I, at the time, didn't even think of the possibility of having family in Europe. I often joke that every Ethiopian you meet here in the United States will somehow be related to me, and these weddings made me feel like that was true. At the end of these weddings, I would come to terms that maybe I might not see half these people again. Maybe I'll see them next month. Maybe I'll see them when I have my own wedding years in the future. I just didn't know. But for now, these people here are my family. We share the same home. I haven't been to another Ethiopian wedding since I was nine years old. I suppose everyone just stopped getting married. Most likely they're waiting for my generation to start the wedding pattern again. I'm already getting asked if I found any Ethiopian men in college. I suppose I miss these parties, despite how high energy they are. Whatever the next wedding is, I know that the culture will remain to be the same. There will be those ants throwing popcorn at the bride and groom, there will be those uncles circling around to dance, and there will be that loud beat of those same five songs playing on repeat. I can also promise you, I will most likely only know six people there in my large family of Ethiopians.